I come running into the bathroom with like a hot dog in my pants and you're in there like with a paintbrush <laughs> painting shit on the toilet and we both look at each other like, all right, and we just turn around and never mention anything again. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 184 of your favorite podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we have a great time, a grand time, which we (laughs) figured out last week. Yes. And it's a blast. And and here we are again. How are you this week, my Uh, friend? I'm doing okay, man. How are you doing? Good. I've been saying, I've been calling people my friend, like, hey, what's up, my friend? Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's something in movies that like Middle Easterners say to like the white you know, Christian lead. Totally. Like to Mel Gibson. Like, hello, my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when I'm saying it, I, I feel kind of like a douche, like it's the same thing. So basically, yeah, I'm like the who, Patrick Swayze of an 80s movie. Or who else is it? Bruce Willis. <laughs> okay. You know, that's who I am when I'm on the phone to people calling them my friend. <laughs> so I felt silly doing that. So now I started calling people ombre, which is even weirder. <laughs> And still ethnic. Yeah, it is. And odd. Om, why ombre? Like, what's up, ombre? Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm constantly... <laughs> all I do is talk to people, Eddie. Yeah. It's all I do. And so I'm constantly tweaking the things I say because I'm like a stupid robot that has a script. <laughs> okay. And that's what I'm on right now. Like, what's up, ombre? Just checking in. This is Dan. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so what do you think is up next for you? <laughs> Mujeres. <laughs> Now, I don't know what's now. Ne- I'll tell you what will never, ever be in my vernacular. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. I don't even like saying cheers when I'm drinking with people. <laughs> no, I say that. That is the only time if you're an American that you can say cheers. Yeah. Not at the end of an email <laughs> or in real life. Like cheers. If you tell someone cheers and you didn't grow up saying it. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're an asshole. <laughs> is that true? I, I know th- a couple of people that, that, that do that. And I've and I've never, like, I was never like, oh, they say cheers. Well, I guess because they were like, oh, yeah, I went to England for two weeks or some shit. <laughs> Maybe you know? then. Like, now, now I say cheers. <laughs> right, like right off the cusp of a trip. Yeah. Or maybe if, you know, some people, though, I feel like you say something in your mind enough times and it becomes real. Yeah. Like, I worked with a guy once who lived from, who was from New Zealand, I think. Okay. And he, they add an R to the end of any words that end in A. So they don't say Asia, they say Asia. Yeah, okay. Or they wouldn't say Cobra, they'd say Cobra. That's a terrible <laughs> one. What's another word that ends in A? Um, a, a lot of words. Asia, though, because it was a global, it was a client of mine, they had a global presence. Okay. So he always said Asia. Idea? Idea. Okay. You know, you know so anyhow... I have now in my head incorporated this joke so strongly that when I say a word that ends in A, sometimes I'll say a year. Like I'll add it to it. Really? Yes. So that's what I think happens with cheers for people. They use it so much that they've sort of convinced themselves. Self. It's like a Mike Tyson moment there. They've convinced themselves that it's okay to use it, even though it's not. It's not at all. Yeah. So don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that calls people ombre either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I'm any better. People Next is gonna ch- be it's gonna be my N word. 
Oh, God. I'll say my (laughs) N-word in an email. I will type it out. God, could you imagine? There are so many people, though, who use the N-word so casually, like these, like, 17-year-old white kids. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah. Insane to me that they would be that flippant on social media to do that. And they have, like, black friends. That's the thing. I got black friends. Yeah. They know I'm not racist. But do you say it, though? Like, you have the balls to type it, but are they saying it, like, to their face? Right. No. And not necessarily in, in a negative way. Right. But, yeah. G- good luck with that. Like, <laughs> even as a friend, you would never say that to a black person. Yeah. Ever. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, Tim, and they Tim has three boys, and they went and saw Deadpool, his older son. Oh, okay. And he thought to himself, you know, I want to be prepared to discuss, you know, sexual situations with him, mm-hmm. cursing. Like, there's certain things in the movie that he may have questions about. Yeah. And he didn't because cursing is whatever. Boobs are whatever. Nobody cares about boobs. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that he had to explain to his son that he hated to was the N-word <laughs> because there was rap songs in it oh, that okay. say the N-word. Gotcha. Because when I'm in the car with my kids, we don't listen to you know, <laughs> the N-word. Yeah. Sometimes there's a station on Sirius XM called, what's not Throwback? Is it called Throwback? You know what I'm talking about? Do you have Sirius XM? No, I don't. Oh, what is it called? Shit, I can't... Ver- it's like 47, for whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> it's like the throwback station on Sirius XM. Why can't... Oh, God, it's totally escaping me. <laughs> well, today it was all about Fife Dog yeah. from uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. But anyways, sometimes I'll throw that on because it's 80s, 90s rap. Mm-hmm. Not very heavy on the N-word. <laughs> I'm not... Or even cursing. Well, it depends on what you're listening to, man. There's... I mean... Okay, fine. But I'm just Wu-Tang saying... Wu-Tang was... <laughs> fine. Wu-Tang. But that's not really what's on the throwback station. Yeah. You know, it's more like Tribe Called Quest or... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. De La Soul. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Not known for their N-word usage. <laughs> my point is, I'm not worried about them saying fuck mm-hmm. or that in front of my kids. Every once in a while, I'll throw it on, like... Uh, Slim Shady's radio station. Okay. It's bad, you know. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, Tim had to explain to his son what the N-word was, and he said that was the worst conversation he's ever had. Yeah. Like, to explain to him like, that there's racism, that there's this one awful word, and that you never, ever say it, ever. And then did he say the word just so he knows the <laughs> word? <laughs> well, that made me laugh, too. So, right, like, there's people like us yeah. who hate saying it, but then there's other houses where they probably throw it around all that goddamn time. <laughs> Trump supporters. <laughs> and so, ugh, it's just, so I haven't had to have that talk with my kids. I've had the sex talk with my son, and that was easy. Mm-hmm. But the N-word talk will not be fun. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, okay, boy, boo-hoo us <laughs> that I have to explain to my white son about the N-word. Imagine being... Imagine being an Edward. Imagine being black in America. Like I'm so worried about just teaching them a slur. Yeah. Like anyone. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, definitely. Sweeping generalization (laughs) night here, Eddie. Any minority, especially these days, where they want to like round up Muslims. Oh my god. This is America, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. That broke my heart when I read that. Like, how can you even say Ted Cruz? Yeah. That you want to patrol Muslim neighborhoods? It's crazy, like, how openly racist and, like, boldly yes. racist everyone's becoming because of this presidential race, man. It's sad. Yeah. It's really, really sad. It hurts my heart. Like, I feel like it flies in the face of normally what these, especially Republicans, are all about, like, pride of country 
and protecting your country. You don't do that by tearing it apart. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's scary time. Man, I, I feel like a political podcast right now. It's supposed <laughs> to be blowing up. Yeah. Blowing up Thousands nonstop. of listens. And the more weird and racist you are, probably the more popular your show is. <laughs> like, the more like a crazy Rush Limbaugh type you are, yeah. the more people are going to listen to you. Oy, oy. All maybe, right. maybe that's your new angle, man. It'd be hard. It would be like a hardcore character. Nobody yeah. wants to listen to a pussy pacifist <laughs> podcast about Bernie Sanders. That's boring. Bernie Sanders is boring when it comes to that. You want Trump. So let's start the Trump cast, man. Let's do I it, man. I guarantee you there's a podcast called the Trump cast. I'm sure. And it's probably a talking about him, analyzing him, whatever. <laughs> so fine. Start that show. All right. Let's move on. So what's going on right now? Um... Oh, okay. I'm going to run a question by you. Okay. What would you do in this situation? So here in California, especially where I've ever lived, unless you live in a rural part of the city or mm -hmm. state, you don't have a mailbox in front of your house. Mm -hmm. You know, we have these like mailbox banks where there's 15, 20 of them. And it's sort of like your little neighborhood comes to that. And it makes sense. Your mailman shouldn't have to stop at every house. Yeah. You know, the olden days, maybe your mailbox was part of your personality. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like a little decorative bird <laughs> or a mini version of your house. And then some asshole drove by with a baseball bat and knocked <laughs> it down. Not where we live in Northern California. And so I went there and on top of the mailbox was keys. Okay. Someone left their keys. And I looked around, you know, it was like 2 p.m. No one was around. No one's doors were open, anything. And the keys had nothing to say like the fields yeah and i'd be like oh that's the fields keys let me go run it over there so what what do you do in a situation like this um i would probably walk down my my neighborhood mm -hmm. and did it have like a car nope beeper okay nothing it, i looked for that i thought yeah. like let me see it didn't have a car key on it all i had was house keys miscellaneous keys and the mail key gotcha um Maybe leave a note on the on the mailbox and say, found your keys, call this number. I thought about that. Okay. And that's what I was going to do. But instead, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> I said, you know what? I can figure out really easily whose keys these are. There's a mail key on it. So let me open up every mailbox <laughs> okay. until I find their mailbox. <laughs> and so I did. I started at number one. No good. Number two. Got down to five or six. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Jackpot. <laughs> Door swings open and there's a stack of mail there. Okay. And at this point, I thought to myself, how dope would it be if it was a gun <laughs> or like some bloody stacks of money? Yeah. And thus begins a movie of my life where I have a whirlwind day and my, my shirt's like half tucked in. I was on my way to work and I'm an accessory to a murder now and yeah. I'm trying to, you know, get my name cleared sort of thing. Didn't happen, though. Okay. There was a bunch of junk mail, but what there was on the junk mail was an address. Okay. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> I look at it. Don't recognize the name. Don't recognize the number. It's like the end of my street. Mm -hmm. It's like the furthest person. It wasn't my cool neighbor or guy across the street, Dave, who's got that crazy dog mm -hmm. who I could easily come over and give his keys to. Somebody I'd never met before. So I thought like, all right, well, let me go see if they're home. Yeah. Right, let me just walk down there. Maybe they're home and I can give them their keys. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know how I'm going to tell him yet. I hadn't decided, like, how was I going <laughs> to say, I figured out these are your keys. Mm-hmm. So unless they ask, I get down there and knock on the door. A lady opens the door and she looks weird. And it's just <laughs> like a weird lady. Like okay. she was really intense. Like her energy was odd. You know what I mean? Maybe she was searching for her keys, man. Like got super nervous about it. Maybe. I mean, maybe too, because I feel like we're so ruined as a society that when someone knocks on your door in the middle of the day, Mm -hmm. there's never a reason that you care about. Yeah. It's either a Jehovah's Witness, (laughs) which you hate. It's a package, (laughs) which you look through the peephole and they leave. They Mm -hmm. just knock and leave. Or it's someone to rape and murder you. That's it. (laughs) There's really no other reason somebody knocks on your door in the middle of the day yeah so maybe she knocked on the door i knocked on the door she looked at the people and there was a guy standing there just a man (laughs) (laughs) like a normal looking man and that was weird right i didn't have on a suit i didn't have on a uniform i had on these clothes that i'm wearing (laughs) right now a plaid penguin button-up and jeans like every dumb guy in the world she opened the door like really kind of nervous like i was going to be like boo and you know (laughs) kick in the door and take her from behind on the coffee table. Well, I mean, that was your original plan. I mean, so. well, you know, why not? You know, any port in a storm. So she was nervous already. And I said, hey, I think I found your keys. And she saw them. She's like, oh, great. And then she's oh, how did you know they were mine? <laughs> and I said, well, actually, I, I did a little detective work because I immediately thought she was going to be freaked out. Yeah. Like, how did you figure that out? And I said, you know, I just tried a couple mailboxes. I found yours and I looked at your mail. And she's all, you looked at my mail? <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't really look at it. It was just right on top. Yeah. It was junk mail. And she was pissed. Really? Like, the look on her face was not like, thank you for finding my keys. Yeah. Because losing your mail keys, there was a bunch of keys on there. Yeah. That would have been a real pain in her ass. Oh, definitely. There were some weird looking keys. Like, I've got some keys on my keychain that if I lost, I'm not even sure how I would get a new one. For yeah. like my trailer, mm-hmm. uh, for just like odd keys for a utility box. That would be a real pain to yeah. have to get. She should have been happy. <laughs> but instead she felt violated. Well, you did break a federal law. I did not. <laughs> the key was there. I was doing her a favor. That's like saying, oh, officer, the gun was there. That's why I shot my wife. I was doing her a favor. Well, she was acting up, man. <laughs> and she's rude. Now, I felt like... Maybe I overstepped a, a boundary, mm-hmm. but I did it with really good intentions. <laughs> and she was really kind of just put off and was like, well, okay, well, thanks. Yeah. And I said, sorry about that. Like, I, I meant no harm by it. I just, you know, really, I know what it had been like to lose my keys. <laughs> and I would have hoped somebody would have done the same thing. And she's like, oh, okay. You should have picked up your daughter and had her in your arms when <laughs> you went and knocked and stuff. I should have. So yeah. I didn't look like such a freak. <laughs> yeah. A freaking weirdo. And be like, here, hold this baby. I got to go. Seriously. What? Uh, (laughs) I got to go. And just police sirens. No one in my neighborhood likes me anymore. The other day, I had to tell a lady to slow down. This is not the first time. This is a new lady who drove too fast. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Like, I watch. It's one of these things where you sort of pre fight with someone in your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I have been pre fighting with this woman for weeks. Okay. You know, where she did it once and I'm like, oh God, I really hope she slows down. Like, I hope this isn't the way she drives. How, I don't want to confront her. How close to you does she live? Is it very close? Very close. Okay. Yeah. So she's always driving by my house mm-hmm. and she's lived so close that there's no reason to drive fast by my house. She's <laughs> shaving off nanoseconds. 
a, a fraction of a nanosecond. Yeah. I mean, the only time speeding really makes a difference is if you're on the highway and you speed for an hour. They've proved this like over and over again. Yeah. If you're speeding up to lights, if you're driving through neighborhoods fast, you're shaving off no time. Yeah. Nothing noticeable. So anyways, so she did it. She kept doing it. And every time she did it, I was fighting with her in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do this all the time with yeah. people. So by the time you finally confront them and they're like, well, hey, what's up, man? And don't have a clue that for two months <laughs> you've been just stewing yeah. on it. And I finally was like, you know what? it's not worth it. Like she may think bit mad at me. She may think that I'm an asshole. She also wasn't very friendly. Mm. And she's one of these neighbors that just has like blinders on. Probably because she's driving so goddamn fast. Yeah. She doesn't wave. Like I'm always waving at everybody. Does, hey, she, hey, does hey. she have kids? Yes. And she's, man. What yes. The hell? I don't know, man. So finally said, look, if one of my kids got hit by this woman and I didn't tell her to slow down, mm-hmm. I would never forgive myself. Yeah. I could have potentially saved one of my own kids' lives because it is kind of a terrifying thing. Like, as a dad, I'm always worried that my kid's going to choke, drown, or get (laughs) ran over by a car. That's like the trifecta of how is my kid going to die today? Yeah. And I don't try to, I don't, I'm not like, I don't labor on it on my head. I'm not obsessed with it, but it's always in the back of my head. Yeah. And especially getting hit by a car, imagine. You hear your kid, you run out there, they're laying there lifeless, maybe bleeding. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything worse than having your kid die in your arms. Yeah, my cousin got hit by a car when he was like five, probably. Whoa. Yeah. That's he, young. he was riding his bike and we were having like a family barbecue mm-hmm. and he was like on the other side of the cinder block wall and that's where the street was. Mm-hmm. He was riding his bike with a couple of my other cousins and we hear like a, and then oh. just screaming like from like 10 people just screaming like oh my god right and then i see my uncle like hop over the center block wall like he was in the fucking olympics right it was crazy and and he broke his arm and his leg oh yeah but he yeah he luckily so lucky head yeah so lucky or insides getting something squished and crushed i mean so yeah i thought to myself you know what enough's enough it's worth my neighbor being pissy with me to save my kid's life yeah sorry So again, I'm thinking, I'm walking over there and I'm like, okay, be cool. Like this lady doesn't know that you hate her yeah. <laughs> and that you just think that she doesn't care about the lives of your children. And I'm like, hi, hello. <laughs> hey, you know, Dan. And I don't know her that well at all. I've only lived in this house for three months or mm-hmm. something like that. Hey, what's up, Dan from across the way? Um, you know, look at, at the risk of, I'm not trying to be rude here. I just, <laughs> I don't really know how to say this, but do you, could you could you slow the fuck down? No, I should have yelled there. I said, could do you, I, I got your mail, bitch. <laughs> Seriously, it should have been that same woman. And I said, you know, is there, could you slow down a little bit when you drive through the neighborhood? I, I just, I've noticed you kind of drive fast. And she's like, oh, I, you know, I was, I'm just really late today. And I said, <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, look, I've got kids too. I know what it's like. You go to school, you go to practice, you're working, you're running around totally get it mm-hmm. but it'd be really great if you could just slow down just a little bit you know there's a lot of kids and then she's like well i always drive slow immediately got defensive because <laughs> like, i caught i caught her yeah you know and instead of kind of like a child when you catch them instead of saying i'm sorry dad and apologizing they're like well no uh that's what she did <laughs> yeah. well you know I, I always drive slow and there's these kids down the street and and I said, you know, totally get it. Mm. Totally get it. <laughs> I just, you know, on our cold sack, just maybe slow down a little bit. She's like, okay. 
And again, like the lady with the mail, I yeah. could tell she was like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, totally. Leave me alone. So do you think she hates you now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like she drives by my house and just a little slower, doesn't even look at me. Oh, really? Which is so unfair. Well, I did nothing wrong. Do you think you would think she's being passive, passive aggressive if she drove by and like looked at you purposefully and waved every time? I would mean, you be like, look at this bitch trying to throw oh, it back in my face? Okay. Now you're friendly. <laughs> now you want to be best yeah. friends. You know, I don't know. I I guess I'm damned if I do, right? Just maybe look at me and smile a yeah. little bit. Just I, a little bit. I think the biggest question here, and I'm sure all the listeners want to know, mm-hmm. could you take her husband? There is no husband. Oh, there is no in the husband. Picture. Okay. No. So I already did take him. <laughs> so I'm not you're right, I'm not necessarily worried about that. Yeah. Can so. you take her though? Yeah, she's pretty. She's a pretty tough looking guy. <laughs> How dare you? That's a real person, Eddie. I'm gonna go to jail for that for mail fraud or whatever you said—a federal offense. Yes. You know, like the mail is so holy. <laughs> One time when I was a little kid, I remember this is terrible, but a friend of mine would always kill lizards. It's one of these like psychopaths okay. that would like kill and crush lizards. I'm talking like he would smash rocks on their heads. Oh, Gross geez. stuff. And then he would, so one time he stuck a bunch on a stick, mm-hmm. dead ones, mind you, and then he put them in the mailbox. <laughs> and one of my neighbors came storming over, that's a federal offense, <laughs> you boys. I think he's trying to scare us. Yeah. But people throw that around all the time, that oh, tampering yeah. with the mail is a federal offense. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's lots of federal offenses. Yeah. I'm sure. Like rape. Rape is definitely <laughs> up there. But still, there's probably ones that seem benign, like fucking with the mailbox. Yeah. Like well, littering. I mean, you could be uh, committing fraud of some sort. Mm. You know, you never know. Maybe those lizards have uh, like data chips in them right. that mine all the information in, in your mail. You know what? Fuck the mail. The mail, <laughs> the mail can get over itself. The mail is like antiquated. Yeah. Pony Express. Nobody's doing mail fraud. And stealing things like that. It's all taking place online. Getting packages is dope. Yeah. UPS, FedEx, yeah. I'll give you a (laughs) thumbs up. But the post office, I don't get anything in the mail I care about anymore. Yeah. Zero. Mm. Like, I think I've moved entirely to paperless billing. And I don't get any magazines anymore. That's it. Every day, though, I get tons of shit in the mail. And it's a complete waste. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's an entire industry that's built on waste. Yeah. I think you could get rid of the mail tomorrow and it wouldn't make a difference. I mean, I... I <laughs> okay, yes, it would. <laughs> it would make a huge difference. But I'm just saying, I wish there was a way for people like us who just, I don't have a need for it anymore. Yeah, definitely. I almost wish people couldn't send me anything in the mail. Like, just, I'm off the grid, dog. Yeah, it's crazy. I get shit, like, I have paperless billing, too, and, mm-hmm. like, paperless statements from my bank, but I still get shit from my bank. <clears throat> right. It's like, why? I, I've opted out of this. Why are you still sending me... Totally eight pages that have like 10 words on them yeah it's crazy i love when i get ads soliciting me to join the services of services i already have <laughs> like yeah. you mean to tell me there's not a way you can cross-reference my name yeah in your dumb database or like a ma- master no american express they send out the most beautiful direct mailers mm-hmm. and you know what it's like you live in this world yeah those things are not cheap not at all dude. and a lot of work went into that like when you get some piece of shit junk mail that looks like really legit you know how they have like Final offer, you do not tamper with unless you live here. And yeah. you're like, oh boy, I better open this. This is real. This is important. It says somebody tampers with it. It's a federal offense. <laughs> and you open it up and it's a credit card application. Yeah. And you're like, you fucking liars. <laughs> Why would I want to use a company that lied to me? Yeah. 
This is a relationship that started on a lie. Like you <laughs> fucked around with some girl who had a boyfriend and she cheated on that boyfriend. She's going to cheat on you, dog. You don't want a company like that. And it's always like really nice and thick cardstock. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to pitch that to their boss. Mm -hmm. The boss approved it. Some asshole went into Photoshop, designed it. Another person approved it. I mean, this is something that touched a bunch of people's hands. Yeah. Then they had to print it. They went to the printer. They did a press check. Yeah. Got to do a press check. You know, you got to pick your paper stock. Yes. All of that shit, man. Hours and hours of man time went into this garbage. So it's not just like you say, hey, it's a waste that it was mail that it was printed and that the postman had to bring it to my house. That's one thing. But then tons of other people were part of this piece of shit junk mail. Yeah. My point being, it's very wasteful. <laughs> and I wish you could just get rid of that from your life because, but see, so many people's jobs depend on it. Yeah. Direct mail people, the mailman, the printer. Definitely. It's not going away. I They waste double the paper on me because I'll get like two of the same thing, but one yeah. in English and one in Spanish because of my fucking name. <laughs> right. But I'm Filipino, assholes. Right. <laughs> and I speak English. I was born in America. Yeah. God damn it. But I like even my wife, somehow she got signed up for some weird magazine subscription that mm -hmm. we have no idea who signed it up or signed her up. Yeah. But she's been getting like random magazines for like the past two years. Jeez. And she gets like, she'll get like teen, uh, teen Vogue or something Ooh. like that. And then she'll get like Mujeres magazine. Ooh, and, Mujeres. and then she gets like all of these like Latina based magazines. And really? I'm like, what? Cause your last name is Galindo. Like yeah. you're the whitest fucking person I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. It's crazy. I want Latin teen Vogue. <laughs> It's all about Selena Gomez. Yeah. She's not a teen, though, anymore. Isn't she, like, in her early 20s? Yeah, I think, like, <clears throat> something like 19 that. or 20, maybe. Well, send me those to my house, buddy. <laughs> and I will, like, when I was in college, I remember I used to get Maxim when it was cool to yeah. get Maxim. Yeah. Like, it's, is it cool to get Maxim still? I don't not? even think they make Maxims anymore, do they? Do they not? I don't it's As a magazine, it doesn't exist? It might be, like, just online. Hmm. I don't know. You know what would be ultra-ironic is if the guys who work at the Chive were sitting around and they said, you know what, guys, we're going to make a magazine. And Maxim's like, no, magazines are dead. Yeah. Like, we want to have a website. You have a cool website. And Chive's like, no, no, no. That's what we do. We flip it. We're making the Chive magazine. I, I don't get this Chive situation. Yeah. You? Have we talked about this before? I think we have. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we didn't talk about it on the air. But I just don't understand how that thing became so big. And popular. It's, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. We don't know what we're doing. I think maybe we need to make the podcast more chive-like <laughs> and we'll get more popular because I think our brand of comedy isn't as accessible as the chive. <laughs> the chive. You know what the thing about the chive that kills me the most? It's called the chive. <laughs> Other than that, keep calm and chive on. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck, Eddie? How can that entire company use that <laughs> Played out, blown out, awful slogan. What well, this means we got chive. <laughs> got chive. Use that one too. Yeah. How and it's like that K C C O mm -hmm. is on bottle caps, fucking uh, bottle cap openers. There's a beer. Their day I was at the grocery store and saw K C C O beer. Are you kidding me? I wish I was, man. Wow. I wish I was. It's not even their own thing. <laughs> they took another slogan that tons of other things have taken. Yeah. And they just like gobbled it up. Keep, make America chive again. <laughs> just do that, guys. Keep chive alive. <laughs> Keep chive alive. 
Feeling the chive. We're <laughs> we're doing too much work for him, man. These are all going to be on t-shirts now, Dude, man. put us in a room, and you and I could come up with 200 <laughs> chive ideas. I know they got girls on the site, mm-hmm. and that appeals to people. I know that it, things are... What's up with this Bill Murray thing, too? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> how, what, how does that even work? Yeah. That's another thing they stole. <laughs> they have a logo of a man's face Yeah, that I feel like does not represent them. Bill Murray, to me is not this sort of bro comedy mm-hmm. that they seem to be. Maybe I don't he, get it, man. Maybe he owns stake in the company, man. Does he get money when they sell a picture of his goddamn face? I would hope so. If How not, could they he not? He sue the shit out of him. So he's, he's implicit in the whole thing. Like, yeah. here I'm worried about using a snippet <laughs> of a song from a guy from the 80s. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bill Murray's face is making them millions of dollars. Yeah. God damn it. He's gotta, he's gotta make some money off of that, right? He's gotta, he's gotta. I don't know. So I don't know. If anyone listens to this podcast and also w- reads the chive, please send me an email. <laughs> Let me know why. Like, I maybe I should give it a chance. Yeah. But I've looked at it a couple times, and it's just one of those websites that's just like diarrhea. Yeah. There's so much content. There's so many ads. You can't tell the ads from content, mm-hmm. which I feel like is horseshit too. You know, they just feed these ads of like more girls and then you click on one of those and you're on another website, which is just more weird links. Yeah. And they all have these, these websites have really odd names like, you know, chuckles galore. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And like they have these penis ads on them. So it's like a, like a (laughs) porno clown. (laughs) Uh, Chuckles galore. <laughs> chuckles galore. That's what we should have named the podcast because <laughs> you get lots of chuckles. See, we need more like clickbait type stuff, mm-hmm. man. That's what it is, man. They just come up with the most ridiculous headlines. You're right. Like, and then and then you're disappointed with the fucking article. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. And then you always have, it's like a gallery that's an article and it's like you're clicking through yeah. it, more ads. Yeah. That's what we need for the podcast. It needs to say something like, I thought it was a normal podcast, <laughs> but then what they said next changed my life (laughs) or i'll never think about podcasting the same like all these weird ultimatums yeah we gotta do it (laughs) all right so we need to be more chive like more clickbait and then we'll finally take it to the next level yeah there it is that's the formula that's the formula. we're gonna do it we're gonna do it uh you said you have something you want to talk about i do story yeah um oh kind of a story so uh, I, I may have tainted my reputation at work mm. um, on accident. It you was, made a good run, though. I, I made a good before run. Before you did it. Um, and, I mean, it has nothing to do with the, with my talents or anything like that. Okay. So, um, so lately I've been noticing in the men's bathroom um, after lunch, there are particularly smelly, <laughs> splattery shits. Oh, God. Yeah. And I think, this is my theory, I think it's because summer's coming and people are having more high-protein diets to try to get their, their body ready. Uh, so maybe that's maybe. messing with their, their bowels yeah. or whatever. Okay. So anyway, so... Very kind of you to assume people are trying to get in shape. And I, I mean, I hope more. that's what it is. I hope it's yes. not like the water we're all drinking. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're dead then. Yeah. So... Um, so I was coming back from lunch um, the other day, and I really had to pee. So I, obviously, I stopped at the bathroom, mm-hmm. and there's one urinal and then two stalls. Okay. And the urinal was uh, occupied, and the first stall was occupied. So I went to the third stall, and the seat was up, mm-hmm. but there's just sh- like dried shit <laughs> splattered on the back of the bowl oh. and like on the rim of the toilet. Uh-huh. So I kicked the lever with my foot because it was just disgusting. Right. And flush, flush the toilet, try to get rid of this 
I've never shit like that before. I've never shit like that before either. Like, how is your ass positioned? And is the diarrhea so explosive that it just blows out of your ass? And not like in like a stream, but it like splatters out like it's a fucking, like you're just starting up a a spray paint gun or something. Just everywhere. Yeah. Even on my grossest, nastiest, I'm sick or I'm hungover or whatever day. Mm Mm-hmm. Worst poop of my life. It all went down into the water. <laughs> yeah. Like it didn't splash the bowl. Yeah, exactly. Hi, hi, hi. So, yeah. So I flushed the toilet, but it was like stuck on there. Like yeah. it, it, it needs to be peeled off or something like that. Right. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll piss real quick and then mm-hmm. get the fuck out of there. Did you try so, to piss it off? I actually did because right. I think all guys would try to do that. Right. It's like a game. Of course. Meanwhile, you are pissing on someone else's shit, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of weird. Exactly. You know, if you think that you have your stream is part of your body, <laughs> you're touching the, the shit with your own dick. <laughs> which kind of equates to me doing them in the ass because the shit came out of their it's ass. It's coming right? out. But you're right. It is a game. Peeing yeah. is a game, Peeing essentially, is a, yeah. for guys. When you have a squirt gun on your crotch, it's a fucking right. game. That's why guys love games. Yeah, so exactly. much. And if you have a boss level, aka <laughs> pissing some shit off the toilet, that's how bachelors clean their toilet. They're like, I got, a, I got a girl coming piss over. I gotta piss this shit off, <laughs> and you push real hard. Yeah. All right. So you tried to piss the shit off. I tried to piss the shit off. Didn't work. Um. So then I put the seat down to flush the toilet, and then the seat had shit all over it, and oh. that's why it was up. So he must have just blown his ass out before he even sat down. Like, that's yeah, the only he was explanation. like floating. Like, yeah. he maybe barely made it. He, he was hovering yeah. and he just blew out of his ass. And then put the Ooh. seat up to kind of cover his tracks. Why not wipe it off a little bit, Exactly, man? dude. And it was dried on, dude. It was <sighs> so fucking nasty. So I pissed, flushed the toilet, shit still all over it. And I'm exiting the uh, the stall, mm. and then a, a guy that I know no. walks in, and he's not like my friend; he's just like an acquaintance. I don't right. work directly with him, but when I see oh, him in the halls, I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He's going in next. He's going in next, and like I look at him, and I have like a nervous look, like I have the realization he's gonna think I just fucking yeah. blew ass. This, and he'll be like, "Dude, did you know Eddie <laughs> in marketing?" So that's oh. my that's my dilemma, dude. I right. I honestly think he has told a few people that he didn't say I something just, to him. I, well, I was like panicked, man. Right. I just like, cause my mindset was I'm going to piss and get the fuck out of here. Right. No one's going to see me. And right. I need to you get walked on this. a scene of a crime <laughs> exactly. and you had to get out of there. Exactly. You, maybe you should just quick immediately turn away. <laughs> like you ran the risk of pissing. Yeah. Thinking that somebody could be on deck. Yeah. So, okay. So here's what you could have done. You didn't say anything. No. Which sort of makes you seem guilty. It does. Right. And I looked guilty. I right. Feel. But what if you even said to him, like, I think what I would have done, just because I, I, I tell people to slow down, yeah. I break into mailboxes, <laughs> I over-communicate in situations <laughs> like this, I just said, whew, just so you know, I did not do that. That was not me. That sounds kind of guilty, too. It does, <laughs> But I guess maybe once he saw, I'd be like, you could try to piss it off, but I tried real hard to piss that shit out of the toilet. And no, it didn't come off. I, yeah, you were in a, you're a bit of a bingo. I, yeah, and I was gonna ask you if you were that guy, would you be telling all your friends like maybe? Hey, you know Eddie, man, he Oof. fucking destroys toilets. Yeah, man. he took the biggest shit ever. I I would maybe tell a person or two, but yeah, I think I would still laugh about it because you're cool. <laughs> you're a cool guy. Hopefully, hopefully people still think that. Well, you better uh, update your resume. <laughs> Because you're on your way out of there, brother. We don't yeah. want shit and Eddie. You know, he's not on partner track. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, hang in there. Yeah, I hope man. you don't, 
you know, get canned. <laughs> get canned. I well, I'm, yeah. We we need to plan some type of revenge on the guy. Oh yes, like in like remember in Seinfeld that episode where George the jerk store episode where he had like a funny joke and he got one upped in the meeting. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he went to these crazy <laughs> elaborate means. Yeah, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna like stage our disgusting <laughs> shit. <laughs> trying to pin it on him but it just keeps backfiring (laughs) in your face like literally backfires in my face and i walk out just covered in shit if it was a movie (laughs) that's exactly what happened yeah you would spend a quarter of the movie or the episode of the show trying nonstop, and it would just always backfire (laughs) in your face all right well we'll do that i'll come to your work tomorrow and we'll we'll figure some things out (laughs) sounds good i the other day i did something too where I've talked about working in the snack bar before mm-hmm. for my kids' baseball team. It's back, baby. <laughs> and last weekend, I had to do it. And I like doing it. Yeah. Because I really like talking to people, being goofy. Like, I like making people feel uncomfortable in that <laughs> they don't... I don't think they're used to, like, a grown man being silly and, like, talking to them Yeah, a lot. People are so serious. <laughs> Like they come to the front to like buy something and I'm like, what's up? What do you want? Like trying to be fun. And they're so serious and it's so annoying. And the people that are more serious, I want to like push harder, like give a harder time to. So I think they know that I like to do that. So they put me on the grill. <laughs> they don't put me in with the public anymore because yeah. I'm silly. And so I'm working the grill and this guy comes over and he says, I ordered a jumbo dog. And I looked down at the grill. There's no jumbo dogs. Okay. There's only dollar dogs. So there's a dollar dog, which guesses how much does it cost? Uh, like 50 cents? It's a dollar Okay. dog. Makes sense now. It's a dollar dog. Dog. <laughs> and all, there's no jumbo dogs. And it's like two bucks for a jumbo dog, mm-hmm. a dollar for a dollar dog. Mm-hmm. So conceivably, two dollar dogs is as much as a jumbo dog yeah. in terms of dog square footage. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you know what I'm I saying? would assume it'd be more, actually. Right? Yeah. So he comes over. He says, I ordered a jumbo dog. I said, oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. I just threw a jumbo dog on. It's frozen solid. You're looking at 10 minutes here. Because mm-hmm. they also don't let me turn the grill on real high. Because <laughs> they don't want you to, I don't know, ruin, the th- start a fire. Okay. Because the funny thing, too, is like I'm a pretty good cook, mm-hmm. and I definitely know how to work a barbecue grill. I've used a barbecue grill a thousand times <laughs> or more, and so I really try to cook this food good. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't destroy the hamburgers. The other day I was there, and I got a hamburger, and it was so well done. It was like eating charcoal. <laughs> and I just think some people, like I used to have a neighbor who thought I could cook pretty well. He overcooked everything. Oh, really? Everything was dry as a bone. <laughs> and he thought he was such a good cook. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no, you fucking, this steak is terrible. Yeah. Your hamburger is so dry. <laughs> so when I'm working the grill, I'm trying real hard mm-hmm. to do that. And so I'm like, how do you want your burger? Like, you know, like doing my thing. This motherfucker comes over and he's like, I want a jumbo dog. And I said, look, dude, I'll be honest with you. This thing is frozen. It's not that good. How about I, let me give you $2 dog. I'll give you $3 dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry that you ordered this and you're not. He's all, I ordered a jumbo dog. I said, sir, I understand. Listen, <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's here. They're not very good. It's frozen solid. Yeah. You know, he's like, whoa, whoa, look at this guy. You're like, you're a salesman trying to get me into the dollar dog. I'm like, dude, look, I don't care, man. 
you want to wait 20 minutes for a gross hot dog or I'm giving gave you three hot dogs. Yeah. He didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> he wanted his jumbo dog. He made me feel like an asshole. And then I saw him walk over to the snack bar, talk to the lady and point at me. <laughs> he like went over there and said, he won't give me a jumbo dog or something. Wow. You believe this shit, man? Could, see, I have to deal with again. Could you take him? Oh, I could have taken that guy. <laughs> I would have smashed his face on the barbecue grill in front of all the kids. So did you end Environmental up- kill. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Did you end up giving him a jumbo dog eventually? Yeah, like 15 minutes later, he rolled back over. Did you rub your dick on it or something? <sighs> I should have. Sprinkled some pubes? Can you imagine? <laughs> Catch me in the bathroom of the Little League, and I have a hot dog in my pants, <laughs> and somebody walks in the door. It's you to pull some shit prank. That's how the episode of our show... <laughs> comes to like you know how that works yeah you and i each have our own story you know you're at work shitting everywhere (laughs) i'm at the ballpark being a weirdo and then the next day you know that that guy is going to be at the ballpark yeah so you're trying to stage his shit and it's the same guy maybe it's the same guy they're the same guy it gets us both And then you, we both, I come running into the bathroom with like a hot dog in my pants and you're in there like with a paintbrush <laughs> painting shit on the toilet. And we both look at each other like, all right. And we just turn around and never mention anything again. If, if anyone out there is talented enough to make that an animated oh, yeah. uh, story, that would be awesome. That would be so great. I don't know. We definitely have some talented listeners. Animation's tough. Yeah. I'm so jealous whenever I see other podcasts. And people do that. Yeah. And make a little animation <laughs> of a funny thing. But yeah, that's what we should do, Eddie. You and I should write a sitcom <laughs> called, you know, Two Cool Dads <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> uh, or Chuckles Galore. <laughs> yes. Is the name of our of our hilarious sitcom. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, you know what? I, I watched a funny trailer for this cartoon coming out, Sausage Party. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, I saw that. It was funny. Yeah. It made me think to myself though, I'm kind of shocked. That there hasn't been an R-rated cartoon like that already. I feel like there has to have been. I don't know. I can't. Like, uh, it seems like it's like a Pixar level animated yeah, it's, movie. It's really, yeah, well done. Which is expensive. Yeah, and takes a long time to do. Even a lot of these, I think they can just throw them in the can. Like you have children, so you watch a lot of shitty CGI mm-hmm. shows that look like a college student made it <laughs> in a weekend. But this one looks pretty legit. So they, I guess they're quote unquote taking a chance on it. No way, it's going to be a huge hit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. A cartoon that guys can go with their friends and girlfriends that says fuck yeah. and shit. And isn't it like Seth Rogen, like oh, his crew? Like, all those guys. Yeah. All of them. So, yeah, that'll be a major hit. And people will be like, well, I guess there's an audience for gross movies. It's like like Deadpool. Right, like, exactly. I guess there's an audience for R-rated superhero movies. Like, right. Yeah, obviously. Give me a break. Like video games figured that out a long time ago. Yeah. Like all of a sudden movies are, are getting with the program. <laughs> that there's grown-ups out there that Dude, like cursing. There's finally diversity in Hollywood, man. <laughs> finally. Finally. <laughs> See, that's why people like our show, because it's filthy. People are gross. <laughs> yeah. That's why people don't share the show, because they're embarrassed. But everyone likes it. <laughs> Everyone's nasty. Man, we got a really nice review, speaking of that, that totally hits on that truth. Here, you know what? I'll read it right now. Great podcast great dudes five stars from a listener named reddit red okay <clears throat> sorry i'm squinting to read this why did i cut write this so goddamn small save for the show is like having a conversation with buddies you grew up with in college now that you're grown up and have kids 
You probably don't get the chance to shoot the breeze over a couple beers with those guys anymore, but you sure wished you could. Now you can with your two new buddies, Dan and Eddie. Wow, that's awesome, man. Right? That's really nice. Perfect. I have nothing to say. I have no critique yeah. of this review. <laughs> he did a great, great job. And he's right. Yeah. It's, I think that's the universal truth is that we're just two normal guys, bud. Having a good time. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, if you want to review the show, please do. I mean, once a week I pop in there and I look for them. Yeah. It's great. And I think it certainly helps. I mean, our reviews are stellar, which kind of makes me laugh. Like, I feel like iTunes reviews don't do shit yeah. for anybody. But I still really appreciate it if you want to do that. All right. Uh, boy, it's already been 45 minutes. Let's, uh, let's do, let's, no questions this week. No questions? Well, okay. We're just going to flip the script, <laughs> okay. Eddie. We've got so many questions. You know, I'll do one. I'll do a couple. Okay. Real quick. Here's our, our limerick from our rootster ghoul, <laughs> number one. Dan, micro penis. Eddie, Asian mandingo. Save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, first of all. Right, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't I don't think that's a limerick. I think that's a... Uh, what do they call then? A haiku. A haiku! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a limerick. A limerick is like there once was a man from Nantucket. Yeah, exactly. A haiku. A haiku, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> secondly, what? I know. <laughs> this guy is too much. Too much to handle. He even went on to say... You know, he sent us another email. Where is this? Where he kind of explains himself. Uh, here we go. Dear Dan and Eddie, and he spelled your name E-D-E-Y. You asshole. Exactly. Thank you for acknowledging me on the show last week. (laughs) I'm glad my silly little comments makes your unbearable podcast slightly less unbearable. Dan, you pointed out that I only pick on you and not Eddie. You're right, and that's totally unfair. So, Eddie, here's my gripe with you. Why are you friends with Dan? (laughs) (laughs) P.S. I'm not the original Rootster Ghoul. I only started, quote, contributing recently. I wonder who the Rootster Ghoul from prior episodes is. Keep up the good work. <laughs> so, yeah, there's our friend. There's our friend. All right, you know, the one. there was one thing I wanted to play, and I totally forgot about this. So our intro. Mm-hmm. You know what? I kind of think I've decided, executive decision, we're keeping Albisure. Okay. Keeping it. And so when I mentioned that to the listener, Amanda Hugginkiss, mm-hmm. who sent us that last week with the little snippets from yeah, us yeah he sent in another one and i'll play it for you right now all right and it's, this is good so here check this out i use a snippet of night and day as an intro on my show it's truly an honor this is this show is fresh <laughs> it's like sushi dog <laughs> you can't put this in the fridge all right should we move on yeah is that confusing hearing a, rec- <laughs> a recording of us so that was all it yeah and I like that, first of all, if we're, if we're trying to prove to Albizur <laughs> that he said it was quote-unquote okay, mm-hmm. I mean, there it is. He's yeah. honored. <laughs> I kind of feel like in a court of law, Eddie, that might fly. Yeah. And I honestly, it doesn't sound like he really understands what a podcast is. <laughs> so he probably does, like, yeah. doesn't even know what you're talking about. He has a radio show. Okay. I think, you know, maybe he, does he refer to it as a podcast? I don't know. But you know what? Hey, we're, that's it. So I don't know if we'll use that where every week we hit it home that he's aware of yeah. it. But well, fuck it, man. We're going for it. Let's do it, man. All right. We're keeping it. So, but either way, thank you, Amanda Hug and Kiss. Thank you, Zach, for sending your stuff in too. Also, a friend of the show, Jeremy, was going to make us something. 
thank you yeah. either way. But yeah, we'll just roll with old Alby these days and uh, and go from there. And Sounds go from good. there. That's something. That's one of my Dan script things that I say in all my business meetings. Hey, well, we had a great meeting. Uh, we'll touch base later and we'll go from there. <laughs> Take care now. Goodbye. Ombre. You just got to <laughs> switch words around and say like, and there from we'll go. And there from and we'll go. Like, okay. <laughs> Braille. Confuse, <laughs> confuse everyone. Do you call people Ombre when you're working at the snack bar? <laughs> <laughs> I know. What if I call that Mexican person Ombre? <laughs> That would be like if you called a black guy a brother. Like, what's up, brother? Yeah. Because I say, what's up, brother, all the time, maybe. Not all the time, but to a friend. Mm-hmm. But I would never say, what's up, brother, to a black guy. <laughs> or even a black good friend of mine. Yeah. But so, yeah, I guess you're right. I can't say hombre to a, a Hispanic <laughs> fella. Or I might take it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Always getting myself in trouble. Uh, all right. It's almost the end of the show, and every week, Eddie and I share something from our life that we are enjoying. It's a real treat, and we have a theme song for it. Here it is. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, all this beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. Alrighty, my friend. Ombre. Yes. What is your real treat this week? My real treat is a uh, downloadable video game. Oh, nice. I think it's available on Xbox, but uh, I have a PS4, which is better. So Okay, sure. Download it on that. Um, yeah. And it's called Broforce. Broforce. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of Broforce. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh-huh. a, like a side-scrolling, like, run-and-gun, like, platformer yeah. deal. Um, but it's it's really fun to play um, if you don't have a lot of time because it's like quick levels. Mm-hmm. But you basically start off as some type of uh, like parody of an of a like an uh, action hero, an thing. action hero. Mm-hmm. So like instead of Rambo, it's Rambro. Right. Um, and then you go throughout the level saving other action heroes. And once you save them, you become them and it gives you an extra life. Mm-hmm. So they have like Brominator. Um, bro hard for like john mcclain from die hard yeah they have like a bunch of different um uh action hero parodies and it's, it's just really fun to play and it's, oh, it's, great. it's an 8-bit style game so you know it has that old school feel um but yeah I, I would say check it out if you have some time how much is it you know what i don't know because i got like three free months of ps plus oh because that was the, included well it was a lawsuit Somebody sued mm. Sony because their system was down like a few years ago. Right. So I like got an email and fill out a form like th- like three years ago. And you finally got some. I finally got something like class action. A couple days ago. Yeah. Like sandpiper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really yeah. in a better call Saul. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> Partner track and. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got better call Saul on the mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's a super fun game. Nice. Yeah. Bro Force. It's not new. I think it's a no. couple years old. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool old. game. I never played it, but I saw it and I wanted to play it, but I don't think I could. So yeah, yeah check it out. Yeah. Funny enough, and I haven't been meaning to have my real treats be games lately, mm-hmm. but this is, I have, mine's a game too, but this is a game anyone can play. <laughs> so everyone has Facebook, mm-hmm. period. End of story. <laughs> I feel like anyone that listens to a podcast, you're, you're a little more cool and techie yeah. than most people. So you probably have a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And if you do, maybe use Facebook Messenger. So on Facebook Messenger, I love when companies do this. It's this sort of like hidden Easter egg of a game mm-hmm. where if you send a basketball emoji to a friend, up pops the most simple, stupid little basketball game where you flick the basketball 
into the basket. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then as the game goes on, it moves around a little bit. It goes faster. But you're playing against the person you're having the message with. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Because when you have the highest score, your face is there on your screen and on their screen that says Dan 33. Mm -hmm. That's my high score. (laughs) And I'm playing against my wife. And my wife never plays games, Mm -hmm. but she's totally gotten into this and she's trying so hard to beat my high score. And I'm like, honey, listen, baby, you don't know what you're messing with. You're never going to beat me at a video game. Yeah. Any video game. I don't care what it is. Like, I'm pretty good at video games in general. Mm -hmm. My wife is not. So how dare she come into my my house? Think that she's gonna beat me? Stay in the kitchen, ladies. Well, <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> Stay in the what, living room. I don't know the best. Stay in the bedroom, babe. So she's trying so hard to beat me, and she can't. And you know what? Let's say she does beat me. Let's say she gets 34. Mm-hmm. I'll say fine. You want to go? I'll dig in and get like a hundred. <laughs> I'll say fine. You beat me. Guess what? Now you're never gonna fucking beat me. <laughs> And I, I spit on her a little bit. So, yeah, it's really fun, though. Play it with your friends. If we're friends on Facebook and you want to send me the basketball, I'll play with you. Why, why'd you say it like that, hombre? And I you. <laughs> and I was like a Cuban, maybe. said so basketball or Dominican or something. Baloncesto is... Baloncesto. That's right. That's right. All right. So that's it. Well... I'm still so bummed out that we can't play music at the end of the show. Yeah. Like, every week it makes me sad. Like, this week, it's terrible music that I know everyone listening would hate. (laughs) I found this band that a friend of mine, Mark, great friend of mine I used to work with. He listened to the show with his wife, Kristen. They're the best. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Even though I got a bit of a bone to pick with them. Because (laughs) they're the couple that I talked about on a few shows that never argues. Oh, okay. Mark heard the show, and then he wrote me an email specifically to say... Yes, I've been married to my wife for 17 years. We have three kids, and we've never argued. I'm like, oh, you're going to argue with me right now, dog, because I'm pissed. No, so good for him. And I want to marry his wife, first of all. That's the real variable here. But he sent me this band called Heck. Okay. And it's great. You're going to hate it. Most of our listeners will hate it. I'll tweet a link to it, but it's this, like, thrashy... Like, there's this band called Dillinger Escape Plan, which probably means nothing to you. But it's like, it's, it's like kind of like hardcore math rocky, but with a groove. Math rock? Math rock. Math core. I have never heard, I've <laughs> really? never heard of that. Yeah. Math core is like technical. So it's like hardcore because it's heavy and fast. Okay. But the riffs sound like math. It's a stupid name. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what does that even mean? But math core. Yeah. I wonder if there's math hop. Where it's like technical hip hop. I know there's like nerdcore hip hop where yeah. they just rhyme about like Harry Potter and okay. shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like it, it, the songs aren't about math. Yeah. <laughs> I That's guess. why I was like, they, they're like one plus one equals two. No, no, like. no. It's just really technical. Okay. This is another band called Botch, which is a great band. I think sometimes they're referred to as mathcore. Mm-hmm. Whatever. People are tuned out. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit. Before when I could play it, I could force the music on people. Yeah. That was nice. Well, whatever. <laughs> Check out this band called Heck. I can't believe you didn't do a, a Tribe Called Quest song, man. I thought about that. <laughs> but who cares? Fine. I care, dude. I care I'll... too, but no one can hear it. Yeah. Go listen true. to Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Listen to um, 
What's my favorite? What's your favorite Tribe Called Quest song? Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I really like Scenario because it has mm-hmm. leaders of the new school too. And Fife has a line that I loved when I was a kid. What's that? It was, um, I'm all that. And then some short, dark, and handsome, busting it up in your eye to show you where I come from. Oh. And I was like, first of all, I said short, dark, and handsome, which you. I'm fucking short. And I was like, I love that. And yeah. then it blew my mind when he said, busting it in your eye to show you where I come from. I was like, whoa, that fucking. Like, what's well, got so many meanings? Yeah, such a great pun metaphor. Whoa. Oh my God. Well, back then, that was probably some of the first good rap you heard. You're yeah. Like, wow, this is like poetry, man. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite song is. Um, what's the relax song? Relax. What's it called? Oh, um, I can think of the beat. Yeah, I can hear it in my head. Yeah, someone's yelling at us right now. Sorry, (laughs) I'm not like the biggest fan ever. Yeah. The thing about their music, though, if you listen to it, so much of it has been sampled and resampled. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people even know, like, Q-Tip was in there. Whatever. They're great. The guy died young. It's really sad. He was 45. Yeah. That's a tragedy. There's not, hasn't been this much of an outpouring on Facebook since, like, uh, David Bowie died. Yeah. So many people coming out of the woodwork, like they're huge hip hop heads. <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone loves Dragon Ball Quest. All of a sudden, and look, I don't want to be the <laughs> asshole who is critiquing the way you're mourning. Yeah, but a lot of these people did not strike me as hip hop people at all. Oh, really? I kind of just feel like you get on the bandwagon, you oh, know? Definitely. Belgium gets bombed, and all of a sudden, your profile picture—you're like, I'm helping. <laughs> I made my thing. Like I'm thinking about Brussels right now. Yeah. Which is a terrible tragedy, but it's almost like you don't write happy birthday on my wall. (laughs) You don't mean it. Yeah, exactly. You feel bad that people died, but just keep it to yourself. I'm sorry. Fife dog died. You don't like Tribe Called Quest, man. I love Tribe Called Quest. Not Dude. you. Oh, okay. you. you of say, course you don't. I used to call Kristen in college when we were dating. I used to call her Benita Applebaum. Oh, yeah. Because she has a nice round booty. Yeah. And I even, for Christmas, bought her underwear that said Benita Applebaum on the back. That's great. Yeah. So, so. There's so, they have so many great songs. So yeah. many hits. Well, no hits, probably. I can't think of one like radio hit. Were they ever um, that commercially successful? Yeah. Well, that one song, uh, what did you do? do? I can't. I, I can't know. think. It's of hard to do yeah. on the spot. It was. Uh, I, I don't. I don't Whatever. Know, but... We're grinding this podcast <laughs> to a halt. We were on a real groove here, and now we're fucking it up. All right. Listen to Heck. Listen to Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> R.I.P. Fife, and and that's it. Right. Yep. All right. Well, so that's it. So that's the end of another episode of Save It for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This has been episode 184. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Yeah.